Welcome to Blue Collar Fitness. Your hosts are Dave Shep, life coach, author, and healer, Trevor Powers, entrepreneur, athlete, and family man, Connor Burton, trainer, competitive bodybuilder, and kinesiologist, Josh Sargent, strength coach, graduate researcher, and educator. Blue Collar's mission is to bring reputable information to the masses. There's so much misinformation in the fitness industry. We want to shake things up and help you navigate the information to add value to your health, career, family life, and fitness goals. We hope you enjoy today's show. So uh, welcome. Episode 69 minus a few. Blue Collar Fitness, second relaunch episode. Officially episode 35, <laughs> I believe. 35, 35 60, 69 minus 33? Potentially. Yeah, Potentially. there we go. You know, we, we, go. we went to school for kinesiology and... Not math. Co- well, college algebra was afterthought. Dude, I'm actually in a math class right now that's uh, number 658. It's gross. It's disgusting. I'm good. I'm just seriously sitting here thinking, okay, what grade are they in? But that's okay. Because we're all about 69ing and we're fourth graders. And uh, let's go. Great show, guys. Way to relaunch this podcast. Relaunch everything. Dave, you actually have some of the most um, humorous but childish humor I have ever experienced. I disagree with that completely. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's go back to the, let's go back to the group chat. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna go on Instagram and like screen record the memes you've sent me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Got him. I, I have to say, me and Josh do like sending memes to each other. They, they, it's funny. I'll, I'll, as soon as I see a message from him, it's right at the time where I'm having a bad part of the day. And I always save it until I absolutely need it. And then when I need it, I just laugh my ass off. <laughs> it's uh, meme sharing is the best. Today was the best. It was a very, very large endowed woman and a very, very, very small man trying to get on a moped. moped. Yeah. Oh, and I should have clicked and, that video. And watching that moped fly <laughs> into the air with the greatest of ease was uh, was was funny. Well, the guy, the best part is the guy is and just insanely confident. <laughs> like he's on this moped, like he's riding a freaking Harley. Like he's just like, yeah, just ready to go, revving the engine. And then you know this, um, you know, larger woman. Uh, sits on the back and as soon as he hits the... <laughs> what the fuck what are, are you doing, doing oh he's playing the video oh. okay <laughs> he sits on the back the whole thing spills over and uh the bike lands on top of both of them yeah so, so un- unfortunate but good for us good laughs yes and no one was injured in the video and that was good and no animals were injured this all so it was good just pride <laughs> i myself when we'll get a sidecar if any of you get a motorcycle. 
I'm not Ew. getting No, I have too many friends that have hurt themselves on bikes. I'm good. I've hurt myself enough in life without a motorcycle. That's, that's it. I'll, you know who had a motorcycle was uh, our buddy Stu. Who's completely, yeah, and I've picked his ass jacked. up multiple times. Yeah. Broken down or wrecked on the side of the road. Not, not, you know, you know, not, not anything where he's, you know, on. Yeah, just the pride. Yeah, just the pride hurt. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing terrible. But he, he gave it up there. He's not doing it anymore. So. Oh, is he, is he done with. I mean, for, for, for bodybuilding shows, like he, he said, like, I don't want to risk getting hurt again, you know, missing my bodybuilding competitions. So literally, that's why he, you know, gave up riding motorcycles. But speaking of bodybuilding competitions, why don't we talk about some fitness in the news? Fitness in the news. So the news, Arnold news. Schwarzenegger Classic <laughs> got rescheduled because of COVID to September 25th. Wow. So normally that would have been, what, Josh, like sometime in February around then? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Um have you seen any of the new, um, wow, this table picks up everything. I heard your oh. phone buzz on the mic, dude. <laughs> yeah, These somebody some called me during the mics. podcast. <laughs> yeah, so for, for those of you who aren't aware, the uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic is a bodybuilding competition. Now it's called the Arnold Sports Festival. And last year, they did not have an expo because of, you know, COVID. And it's like sometime in late February, early March. They have like anything from bodybuilding to martial arts to powerlifting. And recently they added a pole dancing too. Which is I believe they have really more athletes than the Olympics at the Arnold. Largest sport festival wow. in the entire world. But it's it's not just in Ohio. It's also all over the world. Like mm -hmm. there's the Arnold Brazil, the Arnold Europe. There, there's, a, there's a ton of them. So the... I think they moved it to is it Santa Monica or is it Vegas? Let's I think it's uh Santa Monica. Let's see here. Josh is gonna um get Arnold on the line real quick. Yeah, let me call uh, my buddy Arnold real quick. <laughs> see. Hello? Not hey Arnold. There, there goes another restraining order coming our way. Oh man. <laughs> Wait, is that what happened to Mark Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I, I texted him at like one in the morning. I was like, "WYD, you up?" <laughs> what does that sound? That's a. <laughs> so we, like, we are like we are like the worst podcasters ever. <laughs> you know, or are we the? We have the best outline we've ever had for a podcast today, Dave. We do have a good outline. No, you mean the first outline. Now if you guys could just stop playing videos on your phone so you could read the outline on your phone, that'd be awesome. Right. <laughs> There's sometimes I want to read an article and then I'll like start to read the article and then there'll be pop-up, 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 pop-up. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to read this article. I, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. It drives me crazy. It's like 420 pop-ups <laughs> for one article. It's the social dilemma. Ugh. Have you guys have you guys seen that movie? I love that fucking documentary. That, that documentary creepy. was... I got freaked out. Yeah. Crazy. I actually have a, a client who works for Google that's like, dude, you have to watch this. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's real. And what's funny is I Google a lot of stuff for clients. So the algorithm... The algorithm for me has to be like, oh my God, what the fuck is with this guy? 
Right. My, I mean, my history is crazy because of all the stuff that I look up for all the different clients I have. So I, I get really weird targeted ads. <laughs> first question today. So this, this is actually was fit, confidential. fitness in the news. I didn't know if we wanted to take this here, but I almost put it on the, on the podcast. But since we went there, um, there, is a, there is an individual in the fitness industry called Connor Murphy. He has been ingesting some very interesting things and calling it anabolic. One of them, um, human feces. Uh, one of them, mm. um, the uh, seminal fluid of a man. Uh, <laughs> AKA natural testosterone. Oh God, dude, have you guys heard about this? <laughs> no, wait, wait, he can't. He's a poor bodybuilder. He can't afford milk, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. So this guy, he started he started his own Prasmati Yoga. He's he's now self-proclaimed a doctor of Prasmati Yoga, I believe. Can I tell you a funny story? About four weeks ago, he posted a video where he's got a girl on top of him doing yoga. And all I read was Connor. I didn't see the name and, and, and it was just a side shot. And I was like, what the fuck is Connor doing? And I was about to call you and be like, what did you just post? Cause it was very, it was like way over the top. But way I was like, sexual. Oh wait, wrong Connor. Sorry. I think he just so, did way too many drugs. Yeah. He, because he's a I, tool. He's a, I used he's to a look up to this guy just because of how <laughs> charismatic he was talking to women. Cause it was awesome. Like he would just like walk mm -hmm. around with his shirt off and like talk to girls and like get their numbers. And it was great. And that's how he got famous. He had, I'm sure his numbers are dropping in terms of his following. I think he's dropped from like 560 down to 460. Yeah, he's like 468 right now. He's just dropping, but he's, I think he's just doing a lot of, at least from, you know, some, some speculation I've heard on YouTube. He's doing a lot of uh, just psychedelics, like shrooms and acid well, if, if and you DMT. Look at, if you look at his, uh, his, his posts and all, they're, wow. they're very uh, acid-y. <laughs> right he's uh there's a lot of bright there's a lot of bright colors in there <laughs> incredibly enlightened apparently um but the problem there i was wondering dave if you could uh you talk about this so like uh you are the uh the life coach guy so a lot of times we um everyone has an ego you need a certain amount of ego to exist right yes you're not gonna even work to do anything if you don't have at least some ego and a lot of these drugs um, psychedelic drugs can be good. You know, they can, sh they can show people a different, uh, version of, like you're looking at your life, you know, from the top of a skyscraper or you're seeing it from a different perspective and they tend to s destroy people's egos for a time, at least during the trip. And then you can build it back up. What do you think, what do you think happens when somebody does too many drugs and their ego disappears as it seems to for Connor Murphy here? Well, and that's a big thing in the healing industry. Like we have a, a lot of people who, um, you know, especially healers and, and coaches and, and intuitive coaches who focus so much on the spiritual that they, they uh, kind of lose touch with reality and they let their bodies go. I mean, it, it, it's pretty sad. They're, they're so focused on being one with, with the universe and one with, with, with people and connection that they don't take care of themselves. They, they, there's no self-care. There's not even, um, you know, it can come down to bathing, but there's just no working out, no eating right. They're just eating out of a bag of chips or like this guy, I think kind of didn't kind of do like a 40 day 
fast uh, water diet or something like that. Yeah, he he used to have a really nice physique, and now he just looks like a skinny yoga bro. Yeah, so it, it, it's just it, it's stuff like that where sometimes you, you take things too extreme. And I'm a big believer that there has to be balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm very the yin and yang kind of guy, and I'm a yin yin and yang kind of life coach where there's all things in moderation and all things need to have balance and balance is, is for a reason you need to have an ego but you also need to know what's ego and when not to use your ego so uh it definitely it's something that i think balance should be what most people strive for not just perfection in one area because if you're too divine masculine then you lose emotions you know if you're too spiritual you have an unhealthy body right but if you go into the shadow and, and kind of live there you lose the goodness within you so you have to have a balance of all those things. That makes right. sense. You can't, you can't be a extremist and expect to have balance in life. And he went out the deep end, and that's definitely not a place where he has exactly. balance. Yeah, and this is this is the exact topic of my book. So thanks for that segue. Perfect segue. Uh, you want to talk about your book at all today, Dave? Oh, not really, because I'm stressed about it. <laughs> It's one of the things where you know how, you know how when you give yourself a deadline and then it, other you tell other people it has a deadline and then all of a sudden you give it to your editor and the editor's like you need to move your deadline back because there's a lot of editing needs to happen. A new can of worms. I'm, huh? I'm in that, and then it's like yeah. I need to write more, and and it, he's like, no, this chapter's not long enough, and it's like, <sighs> so well, I, I'm, like- I'm in that phase, but I'm hoping that the finished product, we're putting a lot of hard work in it, and there's a lot of eyes on it right now, and. I'm very proud of it. And I've been told that it's some new stuff that is kind of, um, that, that has not been covered yet in a lot of ways uh, with my approach on it. So I'm very proud of that. So I hope you guys like it when it, when it ever does come out. It's going to be exciting. So, uh, personal development. That's my wheelhouse. We need to get some, Cool buttons of some guy that's supposed to be making those buttons would do them <laughs> for uh, these segues. <laughs> you know, one thing I'm proud of us all is we're supposed to have a cowbell by now. I think all of us have done some personal development this year um, in our in different ways. I mean, we've all grown as humans, both physically, mentally, and spiritually, in a lot of ways, um, and that's something that. Uh, if you're listening to this, I hope that you're thinking about that as well, because it's not all just about your body. It's not all just about your spirituality. It's not all, you know, all, you know, all about the emotions. You have to have that mix of all. But knowing that you're better today than you were yesterday, I have a sign in my office that says continuous and never-ending improvement. And I live by that. I'm 52 years old. I learn new shit every day. And there's science out there that backs it up with brain chemistry and building connections in your, with your brain that when you learn stuff, you, you just, it's just, your brain grows, all the brain cells just connect more. And it's, it's just amazing of how powerful learning is and self-development, especially. Trevor, you've been doing some massive self-development this year.
Yeah. They, they, they really are. I mean, and, and that's a big thing. Like I, I am a big proponent of facing those demons and shouting. And I, and I, I think that when you and I talked about it, um, you know, one thing I tell people is like, if you're, if you're dyslexic, if you have any kind of, of uh, stutter or anything, you fucking say it and then own it right before you start. Um, and then nobody will fucking care. They will applaud you and, and because you're owning it. And that goes with your shadow too. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, big big believer that you have to own your shadow because then you gain control over it but when you spend so much time hiding the darkness within you mm-hmm. hiding all the things that that is uh you're ashamed of then you're out you live your life out of balance and you're fake you can't be authentic in any way that's, saying that's i shouldn't what, get my life advice from bill burst <laughs> exactly that, shove it all down there that's why you guys face palms so much when i say stuff because i'm my authentic self you know there i have no secrets i am a, a dork and i'm a dumbass and, and i can be mean i can be i can be a fucktard but that's okay that's what makes me <laughs> that's what makes me me and, and, I, and i'm good at what i do um but i i i i'm not i don't say things right I, i'm not highly educated i i do go off emotion but that's okay that's who i am well you, you own it and you're confident yeah and but i don't use it to harm people i use it to help people and, and that's the thing and, and i think that when you own your shadow and you gain control of it, and you have compassion with it, that's when you come into your full power. And that's when you can really, really do great things in life. Yeah, like negative self-image kind of helped me in uh, bodybuilding. If I was ever feeling like I was skinny when I was younger, that, I mean, hey, man, insecurity pushed me, gave me that drive to pack on the muscle, dude. Like, I just loved working out. I loved getting bigger and stronger. So that's definitely a good point, Dave. So, you know, we kind of skipped over one of the fitness and the news topics that I think uh, we're supposed to talk about here. And, you know, that's some, you guys had some really important deep stuff there, but this is so (laughs) much deeper and so much more important pressing question. I hope this is one that I'm looking at because I'm excited about this one too. Which new superhero show is better Invincible or Falcon Winter Soldier? Oh my god! Oh my god! I I have to admit I have not seen Invincible, so I cannot cannot say but about that. But I can tell you that I have watched Falcon and Winter Soldier twice, all the way through, all the way through, and I can tell you that I never realized how important it was to have a black Captain America. And it is important. And this this actor, Anthony Mackie, should fucking run for fucking Congress. Mm. This man in this movie, this this show was so on point, so on target with today's issues. It was so relevant. It was so powerful. And the message was truth. And it was amazing. And I am very impressed with this actor. I'm very impressed with everybody involved in this show. Uh, they just did a fantastic job. But they really, really handled today's issues well. And he is an amazing Captain America. Looks like you're not going to sleep tonight, Dave. Because Invincible is... is- dang good is it i'll have to check it out based on your recommendation and it's another show that really digs deep into a lot of questions a lot of dark questions for humanity society you know things like genocide and you know these these dark issues like you know if you had a bunch of super powered beings that walked around you know regular humans are pretty much just water balloons to pop right you know like there's you know it's it goes deeper than you know your your childhood uh Justice League cartoon. <laughs> Spider-Man right. and his amazing friends. 
any of these, Connor? No, I heard they uh, talk, just <laughs> go, go, go on a huge tangent. We went over about, this on uh, Connor has we went a over this on Friday. Connor bro. has a blank look on his face. Well, like. When you give me two shows to watch and you explain that they're really cool, I'm like, which one do I watch? And I'm like, which one do I watch? So Connor spent all weekend tra- waiting for this episode to figure out which one to watch. So you my next was- show is important. So I'm supposed to debate with myself because no one else has watched Invincible except me. So. <laughs> is, it similar, is it similar to Dragon Ball? Uh, I would say that it's like kind of, kind of like uh, without spoiling it too much. The Viltrumites are kind of like Saiyans. Yeah, Super Saiyan. They're Saiyans that look like Superman. Well, yeah, I saw the trailer for Invisible like two or three months ago. It looked really good, but it looked very dark. It's Ooh. not as dark as the boys, okay. but it's pretty dark. I think I'm gonna watch that show. That sounds like a badass show. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Boys? I have that. I've seen it. Yeah. Superheroes that just literally it's it's like kind of like a political game where they're just backstabbing each other. It's so whack. Right. Like if House of Cards had superpowers. <laughs> I I <laughs> That's funny. No, I saw um the Scarlet Witch, what was it, WandaVision? That was phenomenal. Some incredible writing. And then I saw Falcon Orange Soldiers because it led right into it. I was just bummed there was only six episodes for Falcon Orange Soldier. Heck yeah. Okay, I didn't want to take you guys away from personal development stuff too much, but I felt like I had to. Right <laughs> as soon as you Josh, as soon as I talk about the darkest things you're ashamed of, Josh like closes up. This is pers- this is personal <laughs> Wait, development. We have to talk about feelings. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I feel pretty. Uh, <laughs> you should see his dating profile. It's hysterical. <laughs> I feel pretty anxious about this uh, new Dragon Ball Z manga coming <laughs> out. <is> it? <laughs> Have you guys looked up the new, uh, the new, the did new you say dragon? nude or new nudes? Oh, we're, ta- we're talking about dating. I was like nudes. nudes okay. So nude, the dragon ball Z. So th- there's a character, which is funny. Um, in the dragon ball Z manga called Granola. There's, there's always like a spoon and oatmeal and oatmeal. <laughs> now, if you think about it, Kakarot, that's carrot, uh, Vegeta, that's a vegetable. Th- those are kind of creative. And then Japanese, like granola and oatmeal, that's pretty it's pretty bland. That's pretty out. That's pretty just in your face, man. Right. Wow. Um, I actually have um, nerdily over spring break caught up on the entire new manga of Dragon Ball Super. And I have to say that it's pretty freaking epic. Weren't you supposed to be writing programs during that break? Um, getting inspiration. <laughs> I was getting inspiration. <laughs> you, have to, was. you have to rest hard to work hard, Dave. <laughs> Rest, rest hard to work hard. <laughs> you know, but you are going to be writing, based on all the superhero talk, though, we are kind of in the, the talkings of making a superhero workout program, though, mm-hmm. aren't we? This is true. Oh, my gosh. I can't so wait for that. we're going to have. Josh writes the best programs, over. people. What are we calling? We're calling it superhero, a superhero program spinoff, where if you guys have any uh, creative ideas for names for the superhero builder, I would, I, I kind of want to just like make it like a build your own adventure, like build your own program type of thing. Oh, wow. That would be pretty mm-hmm. badass, you know? So you get to choose, you know, what type of superhero you want to be the, you want to be like a sidewalk cracking Hulk, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> or do you want to be like a sleek, mean Captain America? Or are we Wonder talking Woman. Wonder Woman? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Which avatar do you want? Where do you visualize yourself going? Right. 
Right. That's you can really, tailor your really program that cool, way. Actually. And we also have the intermediate program, which I'm going to call the apprentice. Yay. I like that. That reminds me of Dave's website. Also, yeah. here here's something that you should all not be afraid of. Um, is an intermediate program is nothing to be ashamed of. We all have to start somewhere. Yes. Um, I would probably say that ninety five percent of people in the gym are still in the intermediate to beginner category. Um, it's actually a lot more fun to be a beginner intermediate at the gym because you can still make gains. Um, have you guys ever followed Clarence Kennedy? Mm-mm. So he's an elite weightlifter. Once you get to the advanced stage of training, it's really hard to make gains. Like Clarence can lift three hours a day um, and train as hard as he can and eat perfect and sleep perfect and focus on everything and add one kilo to a snatch and clean at the end of a year of training. That's much. what the advanced level is, like or a pro bodybuilder, right? Like someone who's maxed out their physique, they're on the Olympia stage. They're advanced training. They can work their ass off, just killing it, eating, sleeping, training perfectly, and add like two pounds of muscle in a year. Right. That's what advanced. So there's nothing wrong with doing an intermediate program, nothing wrong with the apprentice. Um, this is probably um going to be the program that we're going to recommend for most people to start out with along with hypertrophy. That's awesome. Now hypertrophy is actually kicking some ass. Is that what I'm hearing? Kicking ass and taking names. Tell them about it, Trev. You will not survive. It's overreached. Yeah, that's uh that's a rough one. A lot of my clients have been having fun with that program. I've got about 12 of them running hypertrophy right now or modifications of it. And uh, week four, I get called a lot of fun names. <laughs> <laughs> you, why am I doing this many sets? <laughs> well, especially when I have a typo in there and it's like eight and it should be four. And Trevor's like, what the fuck? Every I just did that yesterday. <laughs> one of counts. them, I, I apologize for any listeners that still had that old, um, got that old typo. It was supposed to be um, four drop sets, I believe. Yes. Of twelve. Yeah. And it, oh. Or so. How many did we put on there? Yeah, oh, I, put, was, I put six on there. It was supposed to be four. Right. Put six on there, and it was but supposed caught, to be. We caught it the day after Trevor did it. Oh <laughs> man! Poor I got guy. in trouble. <laughs> Ripped his chicles off his his clavicle. Yeah. Josh sent that text and then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we all go through the programs before anybody else does. Trevor goes through all the aches and pains of any kind of typos. Yeah. And uh, I mean, me and you ran that program last, uh, last mm-hmm. spring for our transformation. I ran it back to back five, five times. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. 
dude, I got so big. Like coming from the, the shutdown, like we just got back into the gyms and there's the mic. And my arms got so much size, like literally I was, I was able to put on like a lot more mass on my arms. And I feel like that program just really, really elevated my gains there. Make love to like elevating your mic. Elevate your mic. Elevating my mic. Like you elevate your gains. Okay. For, pe- for people listening, they were telling me to raise my mic up because it was like down towards the bottom of the table. And I was like re- leaning down like an old person. But I'm, you can I'm also like. angle it up. Sorry, listeners. We can pull this down here. Aha. There you go, Connor. Hey, These Josh, are directional mics. Josh, Dave, I'm, I'm traumatized from this mic stand falling over <laughs> because you guys are dropping your phones all the time. <laughs> So let's uh let's get today's uh topic. So we had a we just posted about a cool guest that we interviewed recently, Lee Priest. You know what he's known for? How to get big arms, big guns. You got to get see what you got to do is you got to train the bicep, and then you got to train the tricep, and you got to keep training them and training them and training them until you can't train them anymore, and you got to go to failure, and you got to do drop sets, and you got to do cluster sets, and then you got to do occlusion training. Oh, wait, sorry. I got distracted there. Cluster hey, sets. That's hey, a lot of volume. Hang on. I'm going to write this timestamp down so I can delete that. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we, did, we did mention Arnold. We had to have a little, um, a little Easter egg of him in the episode. That was Arnold. <laughs> I, that wasn't me. That was Arnold. I called Arnold on the phone, had him ready to go, and then he told us how to get big arms in just an eight-second clip. I think one thing I relate to with with Lee Priest and what he touts often is that he preaches. Um, actually, I'm not trying to do a uh, what do you call it? Preaches. Um, no pun intended. I just had a brain fart. I had a brain fog fart. Anyways, he preaches basics. So when I first started working out, I would I would do tricep dips, and I was I would always get like you know a huge pump in my triceps. I feel like that's one of the main things that you should do when you're trying to get big arms is you know tricep dips. Two thirds of your arm, dude. Triceps. Yeah, it's a big it's a big part of your arm. So tricep dips. So that's when your elbow is behind you, when your shoulder is extended behind you. It's a very effective exercise. Now, if you do it with the parallel bar, that's good. I think it's more dealt. Um, I mean, close grip bench with the elbow kind of close to your side, elbows right next to your ribs. If you're pushing up, have your grip a little closer than shoulder width. Then lying extensions, cold crushers. My favorite part with these is if you're able to literally do a slight decline in the bench, so then actually your elbows are right above your shoulder. And you're able to kind of angle the, the barbell back behind your forehead. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And another thing that people seem to be afraid of doing is doing high reps. <laughs> right, right. High reps on arms. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, and here's the thing. You can go heavy and you should go heavy now and then. But the guys that are always trying to like, cheat curl up and then they don't do a proper negative and they're just going as heavy as possible all the time. Like, man, why do my biceps not grow? Dude, maybe you should try sets of 30 for a while, you know, really get a good mind muscle mm-hmm. connection, pump the shit out of that arm. Um, and also, uh, also frequency, you know, some guys, you know, maybe they do their push day and you know, they, they have their triceps after the push day and then they do their pull day and their biceps um, and they have leg day. 
why not just, you know, if you really, really want big arms, maybe you should just fresh go in and have a, have a good old fashioned arm day, call it Armageddon, mm -hmm. whatever you want to do, you know, <laughs> abolish, you know, abolish small arms, get them, get them out of here. They're, they're not, they're not allowed get big arms or die trying, you know, you, be a big, you coffin. have the right to bear arms more than, more than twice a week. I mean, shoot, if you, if you do the right frequency <laughs> and you do, oh <laughs> that was hey, pretty uh, bad. Hey, hey, Connor, um, have you, uh, you know any good vets in this town? Because these pythons are, are sick. sick. <laughs> yep, more, more editing on my end. <laughs> yeah, so I find a lot of value in um, like what, what Josh said about frequency, you know, one thing people should really focus on is a lot of push downs. Have you guys tried push downs with the cable in front of you and like notice a difference with the cable coming behind you? Like there's a, there's a huge difference in the, the mechanics being able to do a tricep push down. Well, I think the problem is I hear so many people say things like, Ooh, this exercise is the best way to get big arms. Okay, cool. Yeah. That works for you. Awesome. All right. Well, okay. You, what you need to do is find an exercise that gives you a strong mind muscle connection, use the shit out of it. And then once you've used up that, you know, exercises, um, your, your body's sensitivity to a, a growth phase from exercise, find a new one. And, you know, if you can find, um, some type of overhead extension, tricep exercise, some type of, um, you know, reverse extension exercise, and then some type of push exercise for triceps, that's really all you need. You need to go through all the rep ranges. You need to train heavy sometimes. You need to train high volume sometimes. And there's no magic exercise. There might be exercises that work really well for some people's insertions and biomechanics. And that exercise might be shit for someone else. So, it, you know, it's, it's great to have, you know, someone with great arms like Phil Heath be like, oh, yeah, this is how I got big arms. Okay, who else? He's like in the... 0.00001% of genetics, just because it worked for Phil Heath doesn't mean it's going to work for you. What I would find is someone who used to have shitty arms and then worked their butt off to get big arms. That's, that's probably who you want to listen to and how to get big arms. It yeah, definitely to, to look for in their programming because they, they were able to use the right methods. Yeah, and he's five one. That was huge. <laughs> five one and a half. Oh, oh my bad. My bad. Hey, I'm I'm still on the five foot scale. I'm I'm not tall, so you know. Five foot something. But uh <laughs> he's Trevor's plotting my death over here. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You never piss off a guy from Texas. <laughs> because it couldn't reach the top cabinet <laughs> maybe that's so. why every, 
<laughs> and this is why Trevor has big I, arms. I, I have to admit that in my house, I have certain things that I put on top of the refrigerator because there's a lot of short people in my house who can never find it. Oh, uh, and I actually do do that. I stick things on top of the fridge for a reason. And yesterday I got caught. I was pulling something down and they're like, oh, that's where you keep that. I was like, damn it. <laughs> but I had that step ladder. I know. <laughs> that's awesome. With arms, don't use short range of the motion. Just like Josh said, I mean, cheat curls, that's kind of a technique, but. Oh, it absolutely. Full, absolutely has motion. a place. I did cheat curls today, actually. It's, it's a thing. But if you're cheating the bar up and then you drop it, you're completely defeating the purpose. The purpose is to get muscle damage. Um, a ton of muscle damage with a slow eccentric with a weight that you can't do a concentric repetition with. Yeah. Controlling the centric on the way down, then concentric going up, you know, palm to your shoulder, keeping your elbow locked in like it's glued to your rib cage. Um, I've had a lot of clients that tend to kind of heave their elbow forward and go elbow up, just kind of pull their back of their arms against the wall and do more of a strict curl. Yeah. I, you know, and the way, the, you know, you know, the relation, the angle of the humerus, you know, bone, that upper arm bone really changes the angle. You know, like if you're going to do a, a tricep push down, um, try this next time you're, you're over at a, a cable. Um, most people really get over the top of the cable, get their shoulders over and push straight down, which is a great way to do as much weight as possible, but take a, take a step back if you're facing the cable machine. And that weight is going to pull the angle of your humerus, your upper arm bone bet between your, your body and your upper arm bone into a, a greater angle. And that's going to create less of a mechanical advantage. And you're not going to be able to use as much weight, but you're going to get a little bit different contraction on that tricep. Um, and, you know, and that's, that's just a good, a good example of how angles can change. And, um, and just a slight difference in the angle of the exercise makes a huge difference on things like, you know, people with a tennis elbow, mm -hmm. you know, like people that have, um, overuse injuries from maybe, um, you know, doing some type of sport or maybe they're, they just, you know, type so much or they're a barber or something. And, and that elbow is at one angle, doesn't, doesn't feel good. And at another angle, it, it, it feels great. So what do you guys think? I, you know, I, I think, I think it was great. And I, um, I think that for we have some videos of some arm exercises. So is it possible that maybe in our, our show notes for this episode, we could put some links to those? 100%. We're going to yeah, I mean, YouTube you, link. Yeah, because you guys have done some, a great job making videos to help people understand this. And I know you're talking about it, describing it, but showing some of these videos that you guys have created, I think is amazing to help these guys who are listening uh, understand what you're talking about. Everybody wants big arms that I know, just not most of the feminine women I know. They're, I was like, <laughs> they, well, they don't want it's amazing. It's amazing. Like this, you'd be brother and sister. And the girl's like, man, I just have these genetics that build these huge arms without meaning to. And the guy's like, dude, I'm eating all these calories and I can't get my arms big enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants a tiny brother. And, and, and I think you nailed it a second ago when he's talking about recovery. So the arms do recover quickly, but you need to do some things for recovery. So you need to make sure that you're getting proper sleep. 
And I think that's a huge one that when people are, people are stressed and they're not getting sleep and they're tearing down their muscles, the muscles aren't able to regrow during the regeneration process. And that's going to limit your big arms. Can each of you give me one thing that you guys do for recovery that you would recommend that everybody should do besides proper sleep? Yes. Hydration. Hydration. So nutrition. Nutrition. Okay. Give us some insight on nutrition, Connor. What do you mean? Well, we do, you don't want to go to McDonald's. So like high protein? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. High protein diet. You want to get plenty of minerals in your diet. So a good amount of salt. Have some phytonutrients from your vegetables. Good whole, you know, whole carbohydrates. Okay. So we got sleep. Oops. Sorry. Ow. Um, we got sleep, we got nutrition, and then we got um, hydration. What's the last one, Josh? Um, you know, you I think those are those sex? are the big rocks. God, <laughs> <laughs> the big, the biggest one on um, the pyramid of re recovery importance, or at least with the level of evidence that we have now, is sleep number one. Nutrition, um, hydration, super important. Then you can go to things like passive modalities. Once you have those three milestones covered. Um, you can do things, you know, like active recovery too. You know, you just go for a walk, um, do some cardio or passive modalities like massage, self-massage, um, hot tubs, ice baths. Um, and these are typically reserved for people trying to get that last little bit of performance. Those, those elite athletes, the general population, if they can just focus on getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night, making sure it's quality sleep, right? Like, you know, if you're trying to go to sleep, but you have the TV on in your room, throwing mm -hmm. blue light in your eyes, right? Um, and then you wonder why you don't sleep well. That's, you know, that's like uh, one of your clients today, Dave. <laughs> Most ridiculous question ever. That's funny. <laughs> it's okay if we share. Yeah, it wasn't a client. It was just somebody looking, for, you know, asking for help. And I was in a public setting and they're like, oh, you're a life coach. And I'm like, yeah. And, and she's like, oh, she's like, I'm, I'm suffering from something I need help. And I'm like, well, what is it? And she's like, well, I suffer from chronic dehydration. And like, she was dead stone serious. And I'm like pausing, looking quizzical. And I was just like, maybe drink more. <laughs> And apparently it was more than that, but uh, it, it led into a debate of, yeah, just drink more and you'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, it's like so just some weird questions. But I don't like water. Well, that's probably why you have chronic dehydration. Get some Mio. You know, put some <laughs> Mio in there. Put some in there. I, I know. It, it, it really Good life is. hacks. So, so it's just, just little things like that. But, you know, def definitely the, the importance of it for recovery is great because, you know, big arms are, they're, it's a big deal. You know, um, I, I think... You know, for me, it's hysterical because I posted a picture once of Josh um, and I put it up and it was up for like a day and we didn't get that many hits on blue collar. Uh, and then I, I misspelled something. So I went into edit and when I edited, I put in a different picture and then I put up a, a picture of him where he's sitting there and his arm is exposed. And then like that next day, that picture got so many hits and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm using his arm on everything we do now for marketing. Because it's just like, it's so crazy, the difference. And so, you know, when you look up, you know, why are big arms important uh, for a guy, it's confidence. You know, when a guy has big arms, it, it's, it's showing that, that strength, but it, but it is literally, it, you feel so confident when you know that your, your arms have significant uh, size. To I'd them. feel way more confident with big caps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never gonna happen. Um, <laughs> That's for our next show. How to get how to get big calves. 
<laughs> I got something I got to go do. <laughs> and then, and then just you know, women, I mean, women, uh, there's so many studies. I mean, you can just Google this yourself. I mean, there are so many studies that show that women prefer guys with big arms and they love big arms and it's, it's an attraction thing. And it's one of those things that, you know, when you approach them, it makes it to where you're, you can approach easier if you have arms of size and it, it is definitely something to look at, but just look at anybody's social media um, and blow up when you see that arm one there, it is huge. That, that's, that's Popeye. That's huge forearms. <laughs> Popeye needs a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Connor's showing his picture of Popeye. <laughs> um, the forearms are attractive too. So it shows strength and power. Well, you want to you want to be equally developed in, in all. I mean, I've I met a guy once who had very very big um, biceps and very very small forearms, and, and it, it, he looked a little off kilter, but he was able to work it out and did, did some different things to help that. But but definitely um, recovery, recovery, recovery is so important for all that you do. Uh, if you have problems sleeping, look look into some ways to improve that. You know, I myself take melatonin um, you know, as, as part of my 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 nighttime routine and all, and just help me sleep, but. You know, getting that proper sleep and staying, you know, at my age, it's like, I, it seems like I only need four hours sleep and I'm raring to go, but I have to force myself to go back into bed sometimes if, because I just want to get some, some more sleep for recovery. If you're trying to build yourself a program for bigger arms, I would start, you know, if, if you know, say this hypothetically, that's all you care about, big arms. Um, I would start with 12 sets a week of six to 15 reps. Somewhere in there on the, the intensity, you know, right around six or 15 repetitions, you're about, you know, three reps to zero reps away from failure. Um, and then you can titrate up, right? So um, say for two or three weeks, 12 sets of buys and 12 sets of tries is working great, you know, and then you're like, all right, we need to up this. So then week three, maybe you go 14 sets of buys and tries a week and then week um you know week six you can do um 16 sets of buys and tries and then if you start to feel like your you know your desire to train is not very high your arms are sore you know you're not exactly maybe your elbow hurts it's time for a deload you know maybe you just go in do some light pump work two sets of 10 buys two sets of 10 tries and get the hell out of the gym and then when your desire to train comes back again, um, you know, start around 12 sets, you know, so um, 12, 12 sets a week, but hardworking sets. And that's that's what the literature, um, you know, tells us seems to be um, about the right place to start for most people. I agree. And I don't know about you guys, if you're doing about 12 sets, you guys typically choose around three to four exercises. If you're there from like four, that's about three sets per exercise. I mean, people like stick to the basics, your dips, your press downs, your curls. Yeah. I mean, you can get creative as you like, as long as you're, as long as you're getting a, a good, um, mind muscle connection, you know, for triceps, typically you want to do, like we talked about before, some type of kickback, some type of overhead extension and some type of press in the front. Um, and then you're pretty much hitting all three heads of the tricep and then for, um, one thing we missed for, for arms that we should talk about is the brachioradialis and the brachialis is also part of the arms, not just the bicep and the tricep. Well, how do we train that? Um, well, hammer curls, right. Can add to the thickness of that muscle between the bicep and the tricep. And then also add to that forearm muscle on the top. Kind of like the, uh, 
the hay bale, the hay bale muzzle. Dave and Trevor just cracked over here. <laughs> but uh, you just have like a Popeye. <laughs> oh, I know where you live, though. Oh, I, I can see it. <laughs> There's Trevor. He's on the laptop. <laughs> but uh, you guys have anything to add to that? I would say reverse curls with your, your palms facing down, your thumbs wrapped around the bar. Keep your elbows fixed. Reverse curls hitting a lot of that brachial radialis. Yeah, Robbie Robinson, huge fan of those. He's probably got some of the best looking arms in body. I'd, I'd say t- top three or top five arms of all time. I agree. Um, and again, I mean, if you're able to do any type of uh, pull up with good form or an assisted pull up, you can do a palms facing your body, a reverse grip pull up, and then work your biceps kind of indirectly in that way. So you're able to. I've had a lot of clients and I've learned from experience that you're able to really activate your arms, your biceps while you're doing pull-ups too. reverse grip pull-ups. Perfect. That's a big movement. So we covered arms. Anything else guys? I have a couple of listener questions before we close today out. Final questions. Final questions. Okay. Um, let's see from Evan Curry. Yo, Evan, what's up, dude? Good times back in undergrad, Oregon state days. Um, If I've been consuming a gallon of water a day, um, how much more should I be taking on days I use creatine? For one, Evan, um, I would recommend that to get the benefits from creatine, you take creatine every day. Um, The only way we get a performance boost from supplementing with creatine is to saturate the muscle and uh, we know for most humans, if you take about five grams of creatine monohydrate, um, after a certain amount of time, you'll reach a hundred percent saturation point of creatine um, in your body cells, and then you have a little bit more fuel to make ATP, and you get a little bit more work done over time. And if you supplement with creatine for a long time, you get a few more reps every you know every gym session. Few more reps, reps every gym session adds up to hundreds and thousands of reps over a training lifetime. Um, but you are right, creatine does pull water into the muscle and it can dehydrate other areas. But I would say, personally, you guys correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, probably if you're drinking a gallon a day and you're not thirsty, um, you know, it's not super hot outside, that's that's probably enough, even with supplement with creatine, to be okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, urine color too. If your urine's relatively clear, because there is there is danger in overhydrating. You don't want to drink too much because you are going to overwork and tax your kidneys, and that can lead to some serious damage. So, so you need you need to be aware. Some summer days, you know, like in August or July, I'll chug half a gallon to three quarters of a gallon, and then I'll go through another three quarters of a gallon just at the gym, you know, and then another quarter gallon. But that's doing, you know, an hour of weights in a gym that's got no AC and then half an hour to 45 minutes of cardio, you know, and then a full work day. But then you you probably want to eat some salty foods, you know, replenish those electrolytes. (laughs) But on a typical day, I mean, Connor, I I don't drink more than a gallon. Do you, man? I drink about a gallon and a half. Gallon and a half. You're a big boy. I'm a little bit ahead of you. I got got a lot of mass in my calves to feed, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do about a gallon now too, right around there. But if you if you want big arms, hydrate, get a lot of sleep, train it. You know, around twelve exercises per twelve sets per week, more. Full range of motion, have a good diet, 
Anything else, guys? No, I think that's it. We got uh, one more question. Oh, one more God. question. Dave, we got to <laughs> Our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> this is for our listeners. I have to go work out and work at 50 minutes. Hurry this is up. why we do this. <laughs> 50 minutes. Okay. Wow, Dave, that was you, a quick 50. Did you take a pre-workout? <laughs> He's itching. <laughs> no, I just have, I, I got a new chair this week thinking because the other one is uncomfortable. This one is twice as uncomfortable as the last one. So now I'd have to go on more. We need chairs, to get you sorry. one of those big swin bike seats, I you know, the ones that are something. extra squishy and yeah, wide, you know? I need something. Did you just call me a fat ass? <laughs> Dave's about to work his arms tonight. All right. Last question here, also from Evan Curry. So on the hypertrophy program for legs, I noticed there's leg curls, but no leg extension. Is that on purpose or is the extension machine no good? Please say it's on purpose and not a typo by me. It is not a, it is not a typo. Yay. <laughs> um, in the program, you're, you're getting a lot, a lot of quad work in um, a lot of the other exercises. And most people, not everyone, but most people are quad dominant in this society. And um, the leg curls are in there along with a lot of glute work specifically to try to fix that ratio, to build up more hamstrings and more glutes. Um, if you want to do some extra quad work, that's awesome. Um, I just wouldn't add any extra quad work in until you've survived week four and you know you can handle that because stimulus uh, fatigue stimulus builds, right? Fatigue, you feel fatigue from three weeks ago. So, um, yeah, uh, Evan, just, yeah, dude, stay at it. Um, I bet you your quads are going to grow with or without the leg extension machine. It's not a terrible exercise, just, uh, not a, not a part of this specific program, it's not, not a priority in, in the programming. You're going to want to hit the hamstrings to encourage that muscle group, that posterior chain body part and area to grow. Yeah. And, and if I, he wants to do them after the workout, he's, he's welcome to. And I think the original program didn't have any calf stuff in there. Cause I think Josh was like, if I can't have big calves, no one can. But oh, that'd be too but selfish. You change that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it always had Captain. <laughs> Yo, Evan, it's Connor, man. I miss you. Oh, oh nice. we got a soundboard. Oh, that was a lot of a lot of the dunches. Yeah, I, 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 yeah seen... I mean, I feel like maybe if I combined both of my calves together, <laughs> then it would look okay. Actually, you know, you know what's funny though is they have had growth this year. They're I, the I, same they're the same size as my arms. Really? Yeah. But they've grown since last year because your arms have grown. This is true. Everything's growing. Yeah. It's always I good mean, to have I mean, an that, arm that, that to calf ratio. Because your calves have grown this year. I mean, we, we've seen that. But they're still tiny little things. For the question, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. I have Photoshop if you ever need me to. I'm really glad I can be the calf comedy relief <laughs> around here. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, hey, man, my nickname's Tiny Calves, but. That's not the truth. <laughs> I train calves like four times a week, actually. We should do an episode on calves. If anybody has any ideas on the body part episodes that you want to want us to do, let us know in the comments. How do we grow topics? Yeah. Yeah. We like right. that. I'm how do we grow the brain, Connor? I would like to grow the brain. Neurotropics. I would love for isn't you, there an, I would isn't there love an app for, for that? I would love for you to do an episode on neurotropics. I would love to have a nootropic episode yes. where we have a person you have who is an up, elite right? researcher 
Yeah. Like I have lined up. You on, have lined uh, up. Yeah. Nootropics, which I, would be fantastic. I am super excited. I, I know enough about nootropics to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> not, not enough to uh, expand, you know, our, uh, our audience's knowledge on it. So ask me about working out. That's about it. <laughs> Just ask me about dumbbells and barbells. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow is what? Tomorrow is May the 4th be with you. Fourth, and then Cinco de Mayo is after that. Cinco de Mayo is on the next day. So wow. Busy week or Why am I dieting on Cinco de Mayo? And then because you're making mistakes. Obviously. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> and then Mother, this, is, this episode is going to release on Friday. So those two things will have passed. But Mother's Day is this weekend. So don't forget mom. Hey. Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> That's. Uh, oh, man. man. Oh, God. Fourth grade all over again. We start with fourth grade. We end with fourth grade. Hey, that's Blue Collar Fitness. We love you guys. You can follow me at Sarge Josh on Instagram. You can follow Dave at uh, Reiki.Dave. And you can follow me at Connor Burton Training on Instagram. And you can follow the buff guy. And you can find all of us at BlueCollarFitPodcast.com and also Blue Collar Fit Podcast on Instagram. We love you guys, and we're out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>